This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Junks are presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junks. Still to come in the 9 o'clock hour, we'll give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to go see Pixies and Modest Mouse. They'll be coming to Meriwether Post Pavilion later this summer. So keep listening for your chance to win. Shortly, we'll be joined by Soren Petro from Kansas City. Preview the Chiefs and the upcoming Super Bowl this weekend, which, by the way, you can listen to right here on 106.7 The Fan. Pre-game coverage starts at 5 p.m. I believe he's with us now on the BetQL guest hotline. It's Soren Petro, host of the program, Sports Radio 810 in Kansas City. Soren, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for having me. Yep. So um, real life intrudes on sports with Patrick Mahomes' dad getting mm-hmm. popped for mm-hmm. at least his third DWI. Uh, just a bad situation, distraction, obviously. And the guy clearly needs to go into some sort of program to get help uh, with, with, his, with his drinking problems. So talk about that distraction that's hanging over uh, Patrick Mahomes this Super Bowl week. Well, it's, it's definitely not something uh, you want to see if you're the Kansas City Chiefs or certainly not Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, some people have tried to relate it to in, in 2020 when the uh, Chiefs lost to the Bucks and lost badly to the Bucks in the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, that was the time that Andy Reid's son uh, had a car crash and injured a little girl. And uh, it was a very traumatic situation. And, you know, some people point to, and it certainly didn't help, that that was a major distraction. And, and, and I think that was a much bigger distraction. I'm not trying to equate the two. Uh, but, but similar in the sense that, you know, something that is you don't want to see happening, uh, drawing attention away. But I'll say this uh, from a football standpoint. Obviously, you, you hit on it. It's a very serious thing, and, and thank God no one uh, was injured in this situation. But Patrick Mahomes, frankly, has been surrounded by distractions his entire career. His brother, at times his wife's posts on social media, hmm. uh, you know, just being friends with Travis Kelsey now and, and the whole Taylor Swift situation that's going on. There have been nothing but distractions around the guy, and he has seemingly been uh, almost perfect. You know, I think a lot of people got disappointed when he lost his cool, uh, you know, going after one of the refs to yell at one of the refs after the Bills game because he didn't like the call, of the right call, by the way, of Kadarius Tony being lined up offsides. Otherwise, the man has not made a misstep uh, anywhere along the way. And so uh, is it a good thing? No, it's certainly not a positive. But if there's anyone out there that seems to have proven time and again that they can handle this type of thing, it would be Patrick Mahomes. How, how are the Chiefs fans handling the Kelsey-Taylor Swift thing now that has been a you know, few weeks? 
No, I, you know, I think that there are some that are like everybody else in the country. Like, I don't know why they keep showing her. Right. Uh, although every, you know, famous fan of a team, you know, you can't watch a Texas football game without seeing Matthew McConaughey ten times. So I don't think it's really any different. Right. I think maybe there's more of it because Taylor Swift is probably the biggest star uh, in the world. I think for the most part, mm-hmm. Kansas City likes it. I mean, we're flyover country. And in some ways, we kind of embrace that. We, we like it. Like, you know, hey, people come to town and say, what, what a great city. That's great. Now leave because we want to keep it that way. We, we don't want to be as big as New York or L.A. We like the charms that come with the town. But it's also nice for, you know, the whole world to be looking at your town and to, to think that, oh, wow, you know, Taylor Swift, the biggest star, is, you know, hanging out in Kansas City. That's pretty cool. So I think mostly it's a positive thing. It's, a, it's you know, somebody who's – you know, semi new to football. I don't know how much of a football fan she was before, uh, you know, dating Travis Kelsey, but she's enjoying watching football. She's enjoying watching the Chiefs. And for the most part, hey, there's more room on the bandwagon for anyone who wants to join. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, how are you feeling about the matchup? You know, we always talk about the Chiefs offense, and it obviously runs through Mahomes and Kelsey. And for whatever reason, they, Andy Reid can always find ways to get Kelsey open. All right, we talk about it all the time. How how is he that wide open? You know, he'll have eleven or twelve targets in a game, and he'll have eleven or twelve catches. It's it's kind of crazy. Um, San Francisco's defense hasn't that not been that strong the last few weeks. Forty ers coaches called it you know, unacceptable against the Lions and of course the Packers. They were terrible against the Ravens in the regular season. Um, they just weren't getting to the quarterback. Chase Young has been a big bust. So I'm just wondering, um, how do you think you know San Francisco's defense is going to handle Mahomes to Kelsey? Yeah, I think you make some great points. I mean, let, let's do keep in mind, though, I think if the Chiefs are looking at the 49ers defense and going, this defense isn't any good, over the course of 17 regular season games, they proved to be one of the five best defenses in the NFL. So, I, you know, yes, they, they, they were gotten. Uh, the first half of the last couple of playoff games, but those are playoff teams. This is what happens. You don't you don't get a fat in your numbers against the deadbeat two three win teams anymore and dominate them. You got to play the big boys and you're going to take some hits, and that's the reality of playoff football. So, you know, I don't think the Chiefs. I think they've been around enough, and and Andy Reid's been around enough that they won't take the 49er defense lightly. Your point about Travis Kelsey is great. You know, I used to talk when Alex Smith was the quarterback of this team, and if you remember, there was one season early in Smith's time here in Kansas City where the Chiefs had no touchdowns, zero touchdowns from wide receivers, right? No threat whatsoever from any wide receiver yet. To your point, there'd still be three or four times a game that Travis Kelsey would be high school wide open. And you'd say to yourself, he's the only threat on the field. Right. How are they not covering this guy? And it's because Andy Reid is so brilliant as a play designer and trying to get him open. So that works in their favor. But I also think the emergence of Rashi Rice. You know, I think Travis Kelsey was, was banged up going into the season. He hyperextended the knee and missed the game against the Lions uh, in the opener on that Thursday night opener. Uh, and, and I don't know how healthy he was. He sat out the last game, by the way, with just being 16 yards away from his eighth consecutive 1,000-yard season. Chris Jones played that game to go get $1.25 million in bonuses with his 10th sack. Uh, Travis Kelsey had a great statistical accomplishment that he probably could have picked up a lot quicker than two and a half quarters of football that Chris Jones played. And he said, no, I need the rest. i got to get healthy. And I think that's been a big boost for him. But the emergence of Rashi Rice, the rookie, really coming on in the second half, has forced defenses to have to account for a couple of people. And I think – Coming down the stretch, Rashi Rice was beating people up. And I think you saw the Bills and the Ravens say, well, that's the guy that can beat us. He can make the bigger plays. Let's take him away. 
And when they did that, that helped to open things up for Travis Kelsey. So, you know, I think they'll focus on Kelsey. But if they do, if that's the focal point, then that opens things up for Rasheed Rice, who's been a great playmaker for the Chiefs uh, coming down the stretch here in the second half. So, Soren, do you think Rice's emergence is the reason behind the uptick in the yards per catch in the playoffs for Kelsey? Because the last three games of the regular season, he averaged 5.6, 8.8, and 5.3 yards per catch. In the playoffs, he's been at 10, 15, and 10.5. And He's making yeah, we always plays. want one thing, right? Makes it simpler and easier if we can point to that one thing and say, okay, that's it. Let's replicate that every time and we'll be successful. It's part of it. I think the other major, I think health is part of it as well. But I think the other major thing is, you know, we joked around after the Raider game on Christmas Day that the Chiefs ruined Christmas. I mean, that game was a debacle. The Chiefs had all kinds of mistakes. And frankly, they've been a sloppy football team all year, leading the league. Uh, Juwan Taylor leading the league in penalties. Donovan Smith not far behind him. Uh, turnovers all over the place not being able to take the ball away, uh, you know, just some really dumb things. And Kadarius Tony speaks for himself. Just look at his complete volume of work where he accounted for two different pick sixes by not catching the football. And, of course, lining up offsides and ruining one of the best plays we've ever seen in the NFL. So they had made some really dumb, you know, dumb plays throughout the season. But part of it also was I think they were trying to be the old Chiefs. They were trying to be that offense that was just unstoppable. And they kept – calling multiple option routes and all these different things, layer upon layer upon layer, with a lot of new wide receivers that frankly weren't getting it. After that game, they simplified the offense, got in and out of the huddle quicker, got everybody a chance to take a look at the defense, figure out what it was, where they were going. And I think that made them crisper, quicker. They got into a rhythm, and I think that was a big part of it as well. It allowed Rashi Rice to maximize his talents and some of the other guys to be effective to pull some of that attention away from Travis Kelsey. So I think it's you know those would be, and it's probably more than that, but you know, just getting healthier, I think, has been a big part. Getting that game off was huge. Uh, a difference in how they call plays and design plays now, but then also the emergence of a legitimate threat on this offense. And, and, and let's not take away uh, Isaiah Pacheco, who they've consistently given the football to, even in the last game against the Ravens, when he really wasn't paying big dividends. Uh, they continue to make the run a threat and force defenses to play the run. Talking to Soren Petro, hosts the program on Sports Radio 810 in Kansas City. So this year's Chiefs team is different because the defense is elite. Um, How does this defense match up against a stacked 49ers offense um, that has so many weapons from McCaffrey to Debo Samuel to Ayuk to Kittle? How do you think the defense matches up? Well, first of all, kudos to you for calling the defense elite because that's never the conversation with this team, and I think it's 100% accurate. I think Steve Spagnuolo has been absolutely brilliant, and Brett Veach uh, right there next to him with the, the acquisition of talent. You know, they've got, I think, and I think it'll show in this game, and to speak to your point about the matchups, uh, the best secondary in football. I, you know, the Ravens had a lot of hype coming into the game against the Chiefs, and rightfully so, talented people like Humphreys and Hamilton. And it was they were going to take out Rice, and they were going to take out Travis Kelsey and, and all these things. But I think the best corner tandem in football is is the Chiefs with McDuffie and Legereus Sneed. I mean, McDuffie was – was first-team All-Pro, and Legereus Sneed is the guy they put on the number one receiver every week. He's the guy that held uh, Tyreek Hill to eight catches and just 62 yards, all of them just short bubble-type you know plays uh, when they played the Dolphins in Germany. Held them again to, I think it was like four or five catches for 60-some-odd yards uh, in the playoff game against the Dolphins. He traveled with Devontae Adams, held him to just a couple of catches. He's gone up against the best, and it's McDuffie 
that got all the accolades. Uh, Legereus Sneed is going to be a highly paid corner, unfortunately, probably for somebody else uh, in this league come next year. And then their third and fourth corners rank in the top 50 of the PFF grades as well. So they go four corners deep. They can disguise coverages because they're not afraid to put their third corner on one of the top wide receivers out there. Uh, their safeties come up and support the run really well. They're very smart. And their linebackers cover very well. Drew Tranquil and Willie Gay don't get the hype of those 49er linebackers, but they fly all over the field. Drew Tranquil has been a tremendous signing one year three million dollars from the chargers and all he's done is step in for nick bolton for four or five weeks at the middle linebacker when he was down and play on the outside when nick bolton's healthy covered tight ends be the spy against lamar jackson he's been absolutely fantastic and then chris jones up front george Karloftis, double digit sacks you know they are going to hurt they are going to miss charles amenehu he was a lot better than those stats remember he missed six games in addition to all the numbers that he put up, also Brock Purdy's an undersized quarterback that gets a lot of balls batted down. And uh, Minna, who's six six, and and really is that Steve Spagnuolo long, lean type of defensive lineman that he loves to use and and mix and match. So they are missing him, and that will be a big loss. But they are really good at all three levels, and I, I think they're confident they can match up with anybody. So especially if they can just throw those corners outside and say, okay, we'll play nine on nine. Our corners. We'll take out those two wideouts. You get a lot better equipped to try to stop Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle. Yeah, McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey has to have a big game just based off of you know how they use him in the offense. Um, you know, Kansas City is much better against the pass than against the run. I thought that McCaffrey should they should have run the ball a lot more than they did. Um, you know, in the regular season against the Packers in the playoffs. So I just think it's. I think you're going to see a heavy dose of McCaffrey early. Um, it's going to be difficult for Purdy to drop back and throw against that secondary. I truly believe that. I mean, Shanahan's a genius too, so he'll he'll find ways. But I is think he? I think everything. Are we sure about that? Or are we are he's, we sure he's a genius? Uh, he's pretty good. <laughs> Talking to a Niners <laughs> yeah. fan, Petro. But <laughs> how do you think? Um, how do you guys think you'll handle McCaffrey defensively? Uh, yeah, and, and first of all, I got a friend who who uh, was in one of the organizations he worked with, and he speaks glowingly of him as a play designer. And and just when I get into arguments about some of the things that have happened, and mm-hmm. and he just gets so mad at me and, and starts getting, let me tell you what, Kyle Shanahan. Uh-huh. Uh, so yes, he is extremely well respected, and he will do a great job. Um, but yeah, McCaffrey, listen. I mentioned Drew Tranquil, uh, Willie Gay, Nick Bolton. They're very active. I mean, if if it's power running. And I think the other thing that bodes well for the Chiefs is that 49er offensive line. Trent Williams is great, and everybody else is a little bit average. Right. And you're right. The defense is the weak spot. They're designed. They believe in, you know, you throw to win and you run when you're winning. That's how they design their offense, and that's how they design their defense as well. But they've been much more stout of late. Uh, they picked up Mike Pinnell, who they picked up in 2019, to be that run stopper in the middle. Nick Bolton's a big-time thumper. Uh, when it comes to playing the middle linebacker spot, who's gotten better with his coverage skills so you don't have to take him off the field as much. And so I, I think, yes, will the 49ers run? Uh, they'll, they'll have some success for sure. Is, is the Chiefs' run defense as good as the Niners? No. But let's keep in mind they give up 25 yards a game more than the Niners do in run defense. When you look at that, you're like, well, they're 14th in the run defense or 12th in the run defense. Yeah, it starts at 88 and it goes down to like 114 yards a game. If 26 yards of rushing is going to be the difference in this game, I'll be really surprised. So I think the Chiefs have gotten better in that aspect, and they're a really good tackling secondary. So McCaffrey will break some runs, but the likelihood of him going 75 yards, as I heard George Kittle uh, talking about uh, yesterday, the, the speed of the secondary and the tackling ability of the secondary. They'll get some, but they're not going to get chunks like that. We're joined on the BetQL Guest Hotline by Soren Petro, host of the program Sports Radio 810 in Kansas City. 
I want your best guess on Eric Bieniemy's future. Obviously, you saw him there in Kansas City from 2013 to 2022. He joined Ron Rivera's doomed coaching staff for one year, was let go by Dan Quinn yesterday. Where do you think his best landing spot is? And, and as what? is Does he resurface as a coordinator? Is he bumped down to a position, position coach? What's your best guess there? Uh, you know, with the associate head coach title, my assumption is that he got a two-year deal, and so I think he'll probably sit out a year, uh, recharge the batteries, you know, look at what is – what, what, yeah, I remember Steve talking to Steve Spagnuolo when he came back to the Chiefs. You know, he had the extra year on his deal and could have jumped back into the league. Uh, but instead, he took a year off. He spent a lot of time at NFL Films going in and just studying modern offenses and really just trying to improve his craft for a year before uh, the Chiefs signed him as a defensive coordinator. And that would be my recommendation to Eric Bieniemy is to do that, take that step back and have that self-evaluation and figure out where you need to get better. I think there's a chance – uh, that he's an offensive coordinator. I think the most likely destination, unfortunately, for him is back as a running backs coach. Yeah, we had this conversation for three or four years when he kept interviewing and not getting the job that, listen, there are other coaches and other African-American coaches that are getting jobs. He's not. It's not because he doesn't call plays. There's something that they fundamentally don't like about his interviews. And, you know, I, I made the point that when he first stepped up to OC for the Chiefs, you know, just his time in front of us once a week, the coordinators are made available to the media, and he was not very good at those interviews. Why would you think he'd knock it out of the park uh, with an owner and, and tell an owner what he wants to hear about his organization? He got a lot better during that time. Uh, you know, there are some questions about different situations that arise uh, that, that uh, happened during his days at, at Colorado that maybe are out there. But I think he is a great running back coach. I think he's a very good offensive coordinator when in a great structure like he was in Kansas City. I don't think he was bad uh, for Washington, uh, but does he have the skills to be a head coach? I, I don't know. I question some of that just based on what I see as an outsider looking in. If I had to pick, I would say he'll be a running back coach uh, in the NFL this year or next, depending upon what he wants to do. And I think, his, I think it's probably time for him to pivot and say, listen, if I'm going to be a head coach, my, my best path, if that's what he wants is to be a head coach. Some people don't. Ben Johnson, according to a lot of people, doesn't necessarily want to be a head coach. That's why he's back in Detroit. But I think if Eric Manby wants to be a head coach, college would probably be the path that, that he would uh, need to take. Soren, will you squash these kind of crazy rumors that Reed's going to step down and Belichick is going to slide in? <laughs> sure. Yeah, easy. That's, uh, you know, that, that came up last year. Jay Glazer took a comment from uh, Andy Reid when asked, uh, are you going to retire? He said, listen, I'll, I'll consider that at the end of the year. And his point to that was, I'm focused on the game. Anything else I'll talk about at the end of the year. That became a report on Super Bowl Sunday that Andy Reid was considering retirement at the end of the year. That was erroneous. That was not true. Mm. Now Mike Florio put something out, the same thing, that he could consider it. Andy Reid answers that question the same every year. He just wants to talk about the game uh, that's at hand, and he says, I'll worry about that later. I talked to people within the Chiefs organization. I said, I hate to do this again. But there's a report out there that says Andy Reid's considering retirement. Two different people told me if he is, it must have come from Clark Hunt because he's told no one in this organization that he's going to retire. And that would mean the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs, who runs his organization about as well and is always in the background, has put himself in the forefront. We both laughed. I said, so do you think that happened? He said, no, I don't. 
And so I think this is, look, you get down to the playoffs, there's only a handful of teams playing. There's only a handful of storylines. And so people are looking for something. Andy Reid, I did the first interview with him when he came to Kansas City. He had just lost his son uh, and, and had had the worst season of his career. And I said, Coach, a lot of people say, maybe you should take a step back, recharge the batteries, you know, take a, take a year off. Why are you back here coaching right away? And he looked at me kind of angry, frankly, and said, mm-hmm. I'm a football coach. This is what I do. Let's roll. I think Andy Reid is one of those guys that will coach until he physically can't. If he can't get to the practice field, he'll retire. If he has some kind of health problem, he'll retire. But otherwise, I 100% fully expect and have been told by people in the Chiefs organization that there's been no reason, nothing given from Andy Reid that says that he will not be back next year. Mm. Soren, thanks as always, man. Safe travels out to Vegas. We'll talk to you again soon. You guys are the best. Thanks for having me. Yep. All right, That's thank you, Soren buddy. Petro, host of the program, Sports Radio 810 in Kansas City. Big game coverage on 106.7 The Fan is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. When we come back, we'll do EB's entertainment page next. Before You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The show is done. We'll give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Pixies and Modest Mouse this summer at Meriwether Post Pavilion. So keep listening, prize pigs, for your chance to win. One thing that I wanted to bring up with Soren, about one of my concerns about this game on Sunday, and it's it's a small concern, but I think it could play a, a pivotal role in special teams is the kicking situation. Mm-hmm. Harrison Bucker has been there before. I think Harrison Bucker's missed one field goal all year. I mean, he's just automatic. Mm-hmm. He, he's been in this you know big pressure moments for his entire career. The 49ers kicker is Jake Moody, who's a rookie. And he missed a big field goal in the Detroit game. Mm-hmm. He missed one in the Packer game. Now he made a fifty yarder in the Pack in the Detroit game too. But I'm just wondering if if it's twenty four twenty one KC with a minute and a half left, he's got to kick a forty seven yarder. Just wondering how he's going to handle that. I hope he handles it. He's going to be good. I, I think be indoors. He's but, be good. Butker versus Moody. I certainly give the edge to Butker. And every time Moody gets up there, I mean, for the most part, he's been fine. Mm-hmm. But he was 21st in the league in field goal percentage. And mm-hmm. Butker was fourth. As mm-hmm. we were talking to Petro, I was checking some numbers. And this just jumped out at me. So the Chiefs this year, they only allowed 17.3 points per game. That was second in the NFL to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. The Commanders gave up over 30 points a game. It's like 
two totally different no, sports. No, we're going to win 11 games this year. We're going to have a turnaround. We're going to get a quarterback that's going to solve everything. Oh, yeah. See, Think got, about that. I, no, that's my point. This team's terrible. It's not just a quarterback away. We're so if you play twenty two guys, know, but the Texans we're, like were terrible. Twenty guys away. The I know. Colts were it's a, terrible. It's a big rebuild. I know. I know. Saying recalibrate, not a I rebuild. Mean, it's, we're those terrible. teams weren't Everyone. close either. Okay, and they had big. Jumps. I don't know them as well. I know my team <laughs> as well as anybody. And we're way worse than I thought a year ago. Hey, real quick, I wanted to give a shout-out to Mike Marr, who behind the scenes is doing a really good job with the YouTube page. Mm-hmm. We're trying to promote it, and slowly but surely more people are subscribing. But I'm going to tell you, subscribe to the 106.7 The Fan YouTube page. He's putting up a couple videos every morning during the show. 106.7 The Fan's YouTube page, and you click on the junkies, you can see the videos. We're also putting them up on our you know Facebook what? page. I'm going to subscribe. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, yeah. subscribe, because those things are hard to build. Like, I started the junkies Instagram page like a year ago, I think, something like that. And it's a slow build. Follow us on the Instagram page, too, Sports Junkies Radio on right, so IG. On. I'm on YouTube right now, so what do I just type? What do I Subscribe type in? to 106.7 The Fan. We don't have a junkies one? It's we just do 106.7 not. 106.7 The Fan? Yes, we have a station YouTube. Page. I'm more into 106.7. I'm more into the junkies. <laughs> but okay, all right. Now I'm subscribing. There you go. There you Follow go. E. Beasley. Yes, subscribe to the page. Please do. And now, why don't you entertain <clears throat> us? I always entertain you. Entertainment page, of course, brought to you by my friends at BMW of Fairfax. Go hit up my guy Mike Walker. He'll absolutely take care of you. The very best vehicles on the market. They got great discounts. Uh, you get a five series, seven series, three series. They got electric vehicles, whatever you want. They treat you like a rock star. I can't hype them off enough. Just hit up BMW Fairfax. And look, if you're like uh drabby and uh, you get a used one and you look like a big silly. <laughs> a great thing about BMWs is the ones from 10 years ago look the same as the ones now. There's just mm-hmm. slight subtle differences. You have to be a real BMW geek. And it looks like they have almost $7,000 off new 5 and 7 series sedans, They always have silly specials. Confirm your eligibility now at ID.me. Thank you. Um, Real quick, I wanted to also just mention, pat myself on the back. Can I have the back patting machine? It's it's always affixed to your chair. (laughs) I think it's affixed to his body. Why are you asking me for it? All right. Our guy, Zach Kruger, who you love from the fantasy world, right? Yeah, we broke bread together together. Month, month and a half ago. Well, Where'd you also, go? Brewbelly? Brewbelly, yeah. yeah. He's also an EB fan. And he was listening yeah. to the show. And he said uh, that my question was intriguing about Jamin Davis mm. and comparing him to Micah from a uh, physicality standpoint, athleticism standpoint. And he, so he punched the numbers in and he went to the site that, that, that uh, compares everybody based on their athletic scores yep. and from their combines. And they both came out in 2021. And by the way, I'm not saying that Jamie Davis can be Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons is a freak. Going to the Hall of Fame. I get it. Mm-hmm. But he agreed with me, and he said, actually, there's a lot of intrigue there because actually you can make the argument that Jamin's more athletic based on vertical his vertical 42 to 34, broad jump numbers greater. The Certainly Micah's a little faster, but in the 10-yard split and 20-yard split, you know who's faster? In other words, that first burst, mm-hmm. Jamin. So... I'm not saying that Jamin Davis can be a Hall of Famer by any stretch, but maybe he could be a lot better if they're more creative and they figure out how to best use who is argu- you know, a guy who is arguably a great athlete. 
Well, no one ever questioned his athleticism. Well, I yeah. got a guy on here telling me he's a terrible athlete. I mean, if Dan well, Quinn can I mean, harness that, that's fantastic. Right. I'm not I mean, saying we, he can be Micah Parsons. He was one of the fastest, you know, sideline to sideline players in college. Right. I mean, it's, it was that's his spe- attribute. That's why they, that's why they drafted him. Right. right. But they haven't gotten the but most th- his out of his techniques were bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, I agree. And, and I think maybe he was a little lost in the sauce. It was because he's you know so he maybe experienced. Look, maybe Dan Quinn and Joe Witt, and they can coach him up, and he can become a much better player. Maybe he can or, be a poor man's Micah. Or maybe he's just not a good fit for what they want to do. Who yeah. Knows? Or maybe they cut him. We'll have to but, see. but I think that there's something to be said there. I think that that player could be intriguing to Dan Quinn. All right. I actually also think. Antonio Gibson might be intriguing. We keep saying this every year. Love to Cl- to Cliff Kingsbury. That's Everybody my guy. assumes that Gibson's going to move on. I'll let Cakes make more bets and scoop up his money again. Yeah, that's fine. Everybody assumes <laughs> I, that Gibson's going to move on. I'm a sucker for Gibby yeah. bets. I wouldn't be surprised if Kingsbury looked at that skill set and said, hey, I want to do something with this, especially if back. I'm running four wides all the time. Peters is the one, I think, who you got to say is going to be intrigued. So Peters is the one who's making those calls. Yeah. He'll consult Kingsbury, of course, and Quinn. Anyway. All right, let me tell you what's going on in the world of Hollywood and entertainment. Uh, sad news. We talked about it. I got a lot of cancer in the news. Just, just is brutal. Um, Toby Keith uh, died at the age of 62, about, about a three-year battle with stomach cancer. Sad. Uh, but the family said he, he passed away peacefully uh, last night, February 5th, surrounded by family. He'd even said recently that he was kind of uh, he was at peace with whatever happens. Um, so, you know, one of those brutal deals. Uh, he leaves behind his wife, Trisha, three children, um, his mother and two siblings survive him. So, uh, pour some out for Toby Keith, uh, just a legendary country singer. We were kind of playing some of his songs earlier, and these guys were mocking me for not knowing a lot of them. I, I just, I just don't know him, but I know he's a huge specifically star. mocking you for not knowing Red Solo Cup, not not the others. That's that's the I, one just, that that you should hear. You should be like, okay, that's his biggest song, probably. I'm guessing that's his, Is it highest his biggest charting. song. I don't have any idea. Is that not his highest charting it song ma- it of all time? It made it number 15 on the Hot 100. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, Red Solo but Cup. But Red Solo Cup was like a goof song. Like, right. that wasn't a serious song for him. Yeah, right. yeah. Red Solo Cup is a sore subject for me because I can't buy Red Solo Cups in Montgomery <laughs> County. Okay. Uh, it, don't even get me started. Buy right. some here in D.C. and import them into Montgomery County. No, they don't County. sell Red Solo Cups in Montgomery County? I've bought them at grocery stores. What? Not anymore. Why? I don't believe so. Google it. Oh, let me guess. Okay. It's political. <laughs> um, you just said you bought some. I he thought bought so. Any recently. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, the ones he's buying now, you know, I don't know. They, they biodegradable or something. Right. I don't know. Well, let me know if I you just need want some. a regular solo cup, a regular straw. I don't want something that I have paper. <clears throat> it's just me though. Um, Plenty in Loudoun County. King Charles <laughs> also has cancer. Yep. Now, what's interesting is and they said he's gonna, he's optimistic, and that's good. They didn't and, say what kind, did no, they? No, but they said it isn't prostate cancer. So he went in there for an enlarged prostate. They did some work on him, and then they found another cancer. And I never even quite understood. Did you understand, Drabby, what's going on with Kate and her GI surgery? Like, she was out for like three weeks. Like, what's going on with her? Are you talking about Kate Middleton? Kate Middleton. Yeah, I, I okay. didn't know she had, had a surgery. No, she had surgery like two or three weeks ago and was kind of like a big deal. But they never really said what it was. They just said she was having a GI surgery. Maybe she's got IBS. Is that the one that's married to the CK lookalike? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's correct. CK's doppelganger. CK would be nice to be married to Kate, Kate Middleton. <laughs> what other princess would it be? You know I mean, <laughs> no, no, the Meghan. other one that's married to. Uh... Well, you know Meghan Markle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's clearly not Kate. <laughs> uh, Meghan Markle. Yeah. What's the other one? What's the other one? Okay. Willie. That's his name, right? Harry and Willie. Oh, Willie. Harry is the Harry's word. married okay. to Meghan Markle. Charles is getting a bad beat. I mean, he just waits <clears throat> seventy-five years to be king, and then 
now all for the... like 10 minutes and gets cancer. Well, hopefully... well, some would say his personality has had cancer forever. Hopefully. <laughs> that is the head that wears the crown, Cakes. <laughs> that is true. Hopefully they got it under control, caught it early, and they'll be able to, you know, won't be catastrophic, hopefully. Um, the one thing I do think, the one of the ailments that they mentioned that he had, and I noticed this a few weeks ago, uh, apparently he's been known, he has, uh, sometimes he has this affliction, it makes his fingers look like sausages. Oh, oh really? It's called a ramism. <laughs> no, like, his fingers get all they fat. Sw- they swell They're up. swollen. Really? And so there's some, I don't know if it's a, a circulation issue or something, mm-hmm. but you can find pictures of his fingers and they look like a show. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I do like, like sausage. Literally like sausages. I do like sausage. Getting old. Um, <laughs> Never looked up. Sucks. Prince Charles or King Charles's fingers. No, Just ever. type in sausage fingers, <laughs> Prince Charles or King Charles. You'll see. I'll take your word for it. Um, He's British, so they'd probably be blood sausage fingers. Kind of gross. All right. right. I'm about to Google it, Evie. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Google it. Go ahead. Um, let me see. I got a couple things in here I wanted to bring up. Uh, Tracy Chapman's fast car. Well, she's cashing in. After her and Luke Combs performed Fast Car during the 66 Grammy Awards on Sunday, it's climbing the iTunes charts after Grammy Awards, which you would assume means it's also climbing the Spotify charts. I would assume. Right? Um, do people even use iTunes anymore? Doesn't everybody I use don't Spotify? Know. I haven't used my iTunes in years. I right? think a lot I of people, a bunch of I think a lot of people use Apple gone. Music. Do they? Yeah, if you have your iPhone, Apple Music is so very So has popular. Apple Music replaced, essentially, iTunes? I think so. Apple. You know, you know me. I'm very anti-Apple. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. we know. I don't, I'm not an Apple fan. Right. Screw them. But my <laughs> kids all have the watches. Um, they probably all use Apple Music. They've got the iPhones. I all have iPhone. Everyone. I mean, we got Apple crap everywhere. Of I've course. had MacBooks. I'm going to guess they use Apple Music over Spotify. But maybe they no, use both. they use Spotify for sure. I don't know if they use Apple Music, but they 100% use Spotify. That's what we use. Um. But I had to order. My wife and I, we needed another iPad for something. And yeah. Was, and mm-hmm. So we ordered one Order yesterday. Yeah, you just keep paying Apple all keep your money. Keep paying Apple. Yep. You could have gotten the Galaxy version of the iPad. No, no what you I can't need, get that Maypop. You can't get that. What I need, I, I need, need the an Apple. Apple version. You can't get a Surface. My buddy, my, buddy who, uh, Surface. my buddy who's a super tech guy sent me a text yesterday, and he gets the the latest gadget every time and he's already swearing by apple vision pro soccer is that what i saw he Steve said will do it his quote it was it's table? insane the one thing that i saw i saw an app with somebody wearing the apple vision pro yeah so that's and like then, a vr thing right yeah, yeah. yes vr headset and if you look at somebody imagine this in terms of taking care of business you can just flip it and change their face so I could look at you and go, I'm going to make you Matthew McConaughey. And I'm going to make you whatever. Yeah, but I think, and you could do the same thing with your wife. I think the big problem with the, that product, I don't think it has porn attached to I it. I know. That was a big story. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, but that's, that's could only be the a down, matter of time, right? could be the downfall of the entire again, product. Isn't that silly? I mean, isn't that stupid? I mean. Are you really into that? Are people going to walk around with those effing things? I'm not. Well, they're thirty five hundred bucks guy. a clip. So you know, what a waste that's, of that's money! A fail. That's a fail. What a waste of money. That I have no I'm idea. Out on VR. I'm and out like, on it. Uh, like Gary Delamate said back in the day, the, uh, the, uh, the iPad is a fad. Big Wasn't fad. That, yeah. yeah. Techno beaver. He just texted me. He texted me. He stumble. He said, "He said Apple Vision Pro is insane. Haven't taken it off since Sunday." And then I said, what the hell do you do with it? And he said, mostly work, infinitely easier with the screens. I don't know. 
tech so guys. You look like yeah. the biggest <laughs> dork ever. Is that what people want to look like? Like 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 robots? I, I don't understand the world we're living in. Is I'm 54 going on 84. I'm ready. <laughs> yes, to that's check what they out. want to do. People just want to be like a robot. If like, you were 25, that's probably what you'd be into. I'm not into it. I did want to be the six million dollar man wow. when I was who growing up. When you're like 10, of course you did. Jump over 20 foot walls. All right, when we come back, we're going to give away the Pixies Modest Mouse tickets, maybe a few more EP stories, and I think we have to check in with Awad, who apparently is like living his best life out in Vegas, covering the Super Bowl. So all that nice coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Going to hook up caller number 10 at 800-636-1067 right now. You're going to score two tickets to see Pixies and Modest Mouse with special guest Cat Power, summer 2024. Friday, June 14th is the date at Meriwether Post Pavilion. Tickets on sale right now. For tickets and more event info, go to thefandc.com slash events, courtesy of Live Nation. So call now to win. I believe Drab is trying to track down Awad, who's in Vegas. Early form, six forty-five a.m. out there. That would be. We should mention um, Barrett Sports Media put us as the number two morning show in a major market. Ah, which you know it's kind of an inside trade thing. But CK is getting the uh, Mark Chernoff Award, so congratulations Mm -hmm. to CK. Where's Barrett Habas last year? Not Remember? sure, but I feel like we were like four, seven? maybe or uh, something. Four? We've ascended the last few years. We used to be in <laughs> well, kind of like surviving. The, we used yeah. to be kind of, We used to be in kind of the six or seven range. I want to say. Radio Remember Angelo Cataldi called yeah. us yeah. Blondes, Boomer and, and dumbbells. Yeah, Boomer size and with yeah. who? Who's you do the show with? Uh, I think I his name is Mark Giannotti. Yeah, uh, I'm not exactly Gio's sure. So Boomer and Geo's the number one show. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. usually number one every year. They shouldn't be. 
I'm, Why are they so good? Because <laughs> it's New York? New York. No, they Boomer does it. They do a good show. Get great ratings. What no did problem. Boomer just whiff on last week? Oh, he talked no, about Ben. He ben said Johnson. Ben Johnson was the done yeah. deal, right? right? He yeah. also said the the commanders would be named the Washington Admirals. I believe was his, <laughs> his call for the name, which is still his inside a, source. a better name than Commanders, but it wasn't the actual. Did name. he say that Ben Johnson was coming because he had a source, or is that the, was his yes. guess? Yes. Oh. Source. He's got bad source. I just, right, I, 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 thought, I just saw a story too where he was making okay. a prediction. Damn it! I'm kind of out on. Boomer. Oh no! He says, according to Boomer Siason, mm-hmm. he says Belichick turned down the Falcons' coaching offer. Mm-hmm. He might. Which have. We hadn't heard. He might have. Who knows? We never. We heard he wasn't offered. Yeah, I thought I read that too. So I'm not sure where I saw that. I thought Boomer was a douche when we interviewed him in uh, one of the Super Bowls. <laughs> He was just like, "How are you going to do a terp like that?" Yeah, he had I'm terp. just being honest with you. He was kind of <laughs> which off-putting. Super Bowl was that? Do you remember? No, nope. who knows? So Maybe long Atlanta. ago, I'm Atlanta. I don't know where the hell it was, but I just know he was like reading his paper. He couldn't have he, been. He a little less interested. He couldn't have been less interested. Now, who else was like that? There was somebody else that was like that. I just didn't like. Him. I just remember who the else? Dallas Super Bowl when Dallas was a, a skating rink. Yeah, ice everywhere. It was an ice storm, and Jason risked his life to go out to a liquor store to get a bottle of Tito's vodka. I do remember that about our road. Did I make it? You made it. Yeah, you made it back. Good yeah. for you. All right. Is, Ep- is, is uh, the kid on? Is Epstein? Is that <laughs> what called? That's yeah. also, is by Adam. the way, when we went to the Palm. Yes, correct. Restaurant in Dallas, and mm-hmm. we met all the Fox people. Yeah, and you've had size from Maria Maria Menounos. Maria Menounos. Yes, you were. I still were, have that picture on smitten. my phone. You do? Yeah. Probably <laughs> look at it all the time. Never going anywhere. No <laughs> Probably over by the sink. Yeah. I don't know about that, but I do look at it a lot. Let's go to Adam. Adam, what's up, buddy? What's up, junkies? I'm checking in live from Radio Row here in Vegas. Are you actually out of bed? Is it Radio oh, yeah. Row? Up and early. It's a three-hour time difference. I'm used to it now, but, I mean, how could I not be here at Radio Row? It's the best place to be. You've got stars everywhere. They're just walking around like normal people. Not now. Right, give, us, give, us some, early. give us some names that you've seen. I walked right up to Adam Schefter yesterday and talked to him. You got Ian Rappaport here. The two Adams. Uh, I saw you with Matt Barry. Is, is, he, is he shorter than you? Oh, he's a tiny man, yeah. <laughs> I saw you tweeting that you've been uh, mistaken for Ed Sheeran a few times. <laughs> like three times. I have, yeah. People are starting to think I'm a celebrity now. I'm thinking I need to show up at Radio Row with a guitar <laughs> next, uh, you know, tomorrow. Probably, yeah. That would be a good I'd bit. Help your game. Yeah, how many producers. Ask you, to ask you to play it, then you're, yeah. then you're screwed. But that's what you do. You just go yeah. up there and just start winging it. Yeah, say you're, say you're hawking, like, Gatorade. Right. <laughs> That'd be a good yeah, well, bit. I, if I you want to go viral, that might work. Terrible. I know. I know. Well, I'm planning on – I brought a suit so I could look good on Radio Row because I know you guys always give me crap about the way I dress. Why would you bring a suit? No one has suits on Radio Row. Be the, what's up to Brian Mitchell right now? Here's that Radio Row. That would be the dumbest place to wear a suit ever. Does Brian know Adam? Hmm. Yeah, he just he came to say hi to me. What do you mean, does Brian know who <laughs> Awad is? Of course. <laughs> I just don't know. B-Mitch. I mean, Brian's pretty locked in. Where are but... you staying? I'm staying at the Luxor, which is connected to the Mandalay Bay. Here's yep. what you guys are missing Cakes out didn't on get is, you the hook. I tried. I did what I could. <laughs> I made my best effort. You guys could be going viral every day because there's so many celebrities here, and you guys are such a good show with so much chemistry. So if you just had a table at Radio Row, you'd go viral. You just have to get out of bed, and you'd be the best show here. I know, just but to it's too much effort. We've been there five or six times. Yeah. It's just a lot of effort. Yeah, but that's before you were big sillies. No, no it wasn't. You guys are no. stars and we were nose. big sillies then. Those days are over. Just, we're lazy. You understand that also the, the company has limited resources as well. 
That is the biggest factor. Okay, that's that's a big fact. So who's your big get today? Uh, I have Kevin Harlan coming up later today. I've got Thierry Henry for tomorrow. Ooh. I mean, there's just it's superstar after superstar. They're all going to be walking around. A Thierry Henry, and, uh, that's the uh, soccer dome. Yeah, French soccer, soccer player. What's, yeah. he, what's he promoting? Viagra or something? <laughs> no, he's well, he's uh, doing a, a special show here uh, on Saturday to promote the Champions League. I think um, Ed McCaffrey, i got to do some research on him. But he'll be coming on the show later as well. He won a couple of Super Bowls. Who do you think he is? Who do you think Ed McCaffrey is? Oh, I think his I think his son is Christian. <laughs> <laughs> what teams do you think Ed played you for? Think his son is Christian. <laughs> uh, I would I would guess Oakland Raiders. <laughs> what position yeah. do you think Ed? McCaffrey you definitely got to do some research. <laughs> Ed McCaffrey sounds like a tight end. <laughs> Very close. Well, he did close catch balls. Do some research. Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, how, how's it going with your girl? Oh, it's silly. She she just texted me. She misses my face. I, that's a good one. That's got to be the only <laughs> one in the country. Yeah, my, my parents don't even miss my yeah. face. <laughs> right. It's right. better if she said, I miss your blank. Yeah. Right. Did you ever say that to you? Does she ever sext you? <laughs> she, she, oh, yeah. As she, if she listens to my podcast while she's driving with the speaker system in her car, she has to pull over. It's that good. That's She's not so true. It's like, hey, it's like private parts. <laughs> That's not true. You're a world class line. No, it's like a pullover. She, she sits on the yeah, speaker. Yeah, she sits on the subwoofer. <laughs> and <Howard> goes, <laughs> That's not yeah. true. You're lying. I mean, Awa just lifted that from Howard Stern. <laughs> You're a radio hey. professional. You didn't hey. need to say that. How many days are you going to be away from home or whatever? How many days? Six days. Any chance you guys have like a phone sex? <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm I'm searching out here for a Vegas hall pass. What all the big sales. <laughs> what a dummy. Who's on your list? Oh, I, I don't want to give out names, but um every I mean, every hot girl from the industry is here. Every every yeah, girl. You're radio you think girl? you're gonna hook up with Kay Adams? <laughs> Keep grasping. Mina Kimes. Kay Adams is She's 20 feet away from me. I was just standing next to her, her set. Get a picture. Get a selfie with Hey Adams. I want to see Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> All right. A-1, best of luck out there. Uh, hopefully you get mistaken for Ed Sheeran about 10 more times. And yeah. we'll talk and to you soon. bring a guitar man. tomorrow. Definitely yeah. bring a guitar. Later. All right. 12 to 3 on the Odyssey app. Listen in. Look at All that. Right, Good buddy. plug. Well yeah. done. Yeah. All right. We got to get out of here. We're done for the day. We'll see you again tomorrow. Be Mitch and Finley. They're coming up next here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 